systems, processes, outsourcing. How can those help you with your online marketing? That's what we're talking about today in episode 26 of Social Media Simplified. You're listening to Social Media Simplified with Lara Wellman, the podcast for business owners who want to harness the power of digital marketing to grow their business online. I was excited to have today's guest join me because what she does is helps entrepreneurs figure out project and time management, hiring and effective delegation, developing customer service systems, automating processes, creating operations manuals, all these things that entrepreneurs really need to understand how to do so that when they are trying to do their digital marketing, when they are trying to use social media effectively, they don't feel overwhelmed and then just stop doing it out of frustration. So today, Amy Wright is joining me and we're going to jump right into that conversation when we talk all about systems and processes and delegation. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today, Amy. I'm really excited to have you here. Oh, thanks for having me. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. When we were talking about the fact that you help business owners with systems and getting organized, I knew it was definitely something I wanted to talk more about. So maybe we can just start off by you telling us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, I help busy entrepreneurs get their shit together. I help them put together systems and processes and make sure that they're delegating Um, help them hire people. So anything that really is going to help them get organized and not feel like yanking their hair out at the end of the day, that's me. That's awesome. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs need to learn how to do all of that stuff. I did an episode um, quite a while back with uh, talking about how to hire a VA and why that's important. And I think maybe even we can get into that a little bit more because I know outsourcing can be a really hard thing for entrepreneurs to start to do. Yeah, it's really hard. It's kind of like, you know, I tell people, it's kind of like having your firstborn child and taking them to a daycare or a nanny the first time. It's really hard to let go of something that you've poured your everything into, you know. <laughs> it's it's um probably even more difficult I think for women. I've seen in my experience. For some reason, we just think that we have to do everything all of the time and then that's a perfect recipe for burnout. No kidding. And I think that's an amazing analogy, right? It is. You you're you know you should do it and you know you need to bring your kids to daycare, but that that first time especially, it's really hard. Yeah, there may or may not be crying or screaming or, you know, from either <laughs> end. <laughs> yeah, it's not an easy thing, but you know, it's kind of like daycare again. You know, the longer the more you do it and the the longer your kids in daycare or you're delegating, you know, you hire a VA and you're starting to give stuff away. There's kind of a trust relationship that builds. And then before too long, you're like, Oh, I'm going to take my kid to daycare every day. Cause it's amazing. You know? <laughs> no kidding. I don't know what I would do without my VA anymore. Like I just couldn't. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so hard. The roadblock to get over that hurdle for some people is so hard, but then once they kind of, you know, release that death grip of control, there's this sense of, oh my God, why didn't I do this sooner for a lot of people? So that's that's really <laughs> what I try to get people to realize sooner rather than later. Absolutely. All right. So when you talk to entrepreneurs, are there things that you see come up a lot, like in terms of system and getting organized, where are people getting stuck the most? Yeah. I mean, definitely there are a lot of commonalities and it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter what industry people are in. You know, you can be an online business owner, you can be a brick and mortar, um, you know, dog trainer, an insurance agency owner. I mean, it doesn't really matter what 
industry you're in, we all have very similar places where we get stuck. So email is a huge thing for a lot of people. Um, social media is a huge thing for a lot of people. And then this just generally having a plan in place, whether it's, you know, longer term or just a plan for your day, a lot of us go into our day completely reactive instead of proactive, which means we just kind of take the day as it comes like, Oh, you know, what shit's coming my way today? Oh, great. I've got to answer this email. And then I hop to the next thing and the next thing. And then we feel like we don't get anything done at the end of the day because hello, we don't, we didn't have any goals for ourselves for the day. So how do you know you met them? You know? So there are a lot of little tiny pieces that don't seem like a huge deal until you throw them all in the same pot, which is your day, you know? So it's, it's very easy. Well, I won't say easy. It's very simple to get on that proactive stance versus just kind of taking the day as it comes. Um, but I can't remember who said, it. I think it was Ronald Reagan. Um, what is it? It's hard to, hard to drain the swamp when you're surrounded by alligators or some, something like that. Um, so basically he's saying it's really hard to take a breath and to plan anything when you're just trying to escape the alligators. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, and that's where, you know, you get stuck working in your business instead of on your business. It's all that same kind of mentality where you don't feel like you have time to stop and plan because you're too busy doing what you have to do. But until you stop and plan, you don't do it well. Right. So it's kind of like the chicken or the egg situation, you know, like, oh, I know I need to plan my day, but I don't have time. But until you plan your day, you'll never get time. So what do you do? Well, you have to make, you have to actively make the time to change things in your business and in your life, frankly, or it's never going to get any better for you. In fact, for most people that I talk to who don't decide to make time to plan things in their own business, it gets a lot worse. Um, so like I talked about earlier, massive burnout for people, um, <clears throat> not able to take vacations, not able to spend time with the family. And that can really screw with your personal life too. So we're not just talking about business issues here. We're talking about the fact that you have absolutely no time for anything, including your family. Yeah. And I really believe that for a lot of people, having a business, you know, starting your own business was meant to have the more of a life that you loved. And if you're constantly feeling stressed out and then not having a life you love, what was the point? Yeah, exactly. And that's what a lot of people that I talk to, they're like, you know, I started this business so I could have a lifestyle and I'm working more now than I ever did when I was in corporate or when I was employed by somebody else, um, which sucks because, you know, it's, you can't, <laughs> you can't live that entrepreneurial dream life if your shit's not together. It just doesn't happen that way. So you, you really have to actively make a plan. And if you can't do it, then find a mentor, find you know, hire a coach, find a mastermind group, do something, take one step toward really figuring out, okay, what is my ideal life? What is my ideal schedule? What do I want? Otherwise you're just going to keep trucking along in the same hamster wheel. Yeah. Where do we start? Where, what is step one? Step one is just really assess, you know, and this is a tough one for a lot of people because we like to bury our head in the sand and kind of play ostrich. We don't want to look at the shit. We don't want to see how yucky things have gotten in our business. But until you do that, you can't make a plan to get out of it. So one of the first, th first things I like to have people do is really track your time. You know, if you have a notepad next to your 
laptop or your desktop or whatever, if you want to carry one with you, if you want to use an app, the tool doesn't matter, but really find out where your time is going throughout the day. I mean, that's, that's time management 101. Okay. Where's your time going? Um, number two, I would say is delegation for sure. Even if it's scary and even if it makes you want to throw up a little bit, um, you know, there are, if you have tracked your time and you're looking at the results, it's very easy to see the things that are sucking your time away. Social media is huge. Email is huge. Being on random phone calls that you really don't need to be on, huge. So look at that. I mean, are there things you can delegate? Are there things you can just totally get rid of that aren't really serving you? Um, If there are things that you can delegate, super simple to find somebody three hours a week. You can do that, right? Three hours a week. That's nothing, but it's going to give you three hours a week to do something for you, do something for your family, do further business planning. So many things that, that you can do if you have a plan. So delegations, number two, and then number three is finalize that plan. What are your goals? Where do you want to go? Um, do you have income goals? Do you have goals about, you know, how you want to spend your time during the day? So figure that out and then put the steps together to get there. So that's where the mastermind or the coach or somebody comes in to kind of hold you accountable and to help get you out of your own head a little bit. Cause that can be a scary place for a lot of us, you know, just swimming around inside our own head and, and reiterating our thoughts every single day. It can be maddening. No kidding. I think masterminds are, are beautiful for that kind of thing. Yes, me too. They're brilliant. And, you know, even if you can't afford a coach, you can come up with your own freaking free mastermind where you have three or four other ladies who want similar things as you and you can hold each other accountable. So don't let investment get in your way of reaching your goals. There are always free or very inexpensive options, too. Yeah. And when the VA point too about three hours a week, I think a lot of people think that hiring somebody is a bigger commitment than that. And you don't have to start with a huge commitment. Right. In fact, even if you do have a lot of stuff to delegate, when I'm hiring for people, I always say start small. Even if you know you have 30 hours worth of work, start small because you need to get to know each other. You need to get to know your working styles before you add your entire task list on to someone. You know, you want you want to make sure that you have a good flow, good communication. You know each other's work styles. You know that your VA likes to communicate via email and you like to communicate via phone, you know, so you get all these little bugs worked out before you increase hours. Um, yeah, a lot of people do think, oh, I don't, you know, I don't, I can't, can't afford a VA. They're too expensive. You know, I 30, $30 an hour and I have 30 hours worth of work. Well, I mean, start small, start with someone to just manage your calendar and your email, start with someone to help writing your Facebook posts or to, I don't know, design a sales page or something. I mean, you can even start with the website Fiverr, um, you know, outsourcing little things so that you can get your communication chops in order and really figure out how to delegate. Great. You talked about systems. What kind of systems do you think people should like that as much as possible? Most entrepreneurs should have, what kind of systems do we start with? Yeah. So everybody asks, well, what's the difference between a process and a system? So first, I love to have people know this. So a process is the step-by-step 
that it takes to get you from point A to point B. So for instance, your customer service process, um, it could be, you know, bringing them in, having autoresponders, things like that. So that's the process for getting a customer from point A to point B. What are the steps that happen in that process? The systems are the things that help you get that process together. So if you're if your customer service process is like, okay, they come in, they opt in for this, they get a freebie, we put them in a sales funnel and they get all of these emails. Well, the systems that you need in order to do that are probably going to be things like AWeb or MailChimp, um, Infusionsoft, any of those, any of those things. So first you have to define your goals, like I said, and then you have to figure out your processes and then you have to figure out what systems are going to help you complete all of that stuff. So it could be your shopping cart. It could be, you know, PayPal or whatever, um, could be your mail stuff. There are even little, little systems within your website that you can use. So I just talked to someone this morning who she really wants to start her online course. Well, the systems in order that are going to allow her to do that are going to be things like wishlist member, um, her email provider, her website. Is she on WordPress? Is she using, you know, different plugins to make things happen? So some of the most popular ones that most everybody uses um, are things like your, your email provider. So I use Aweber, some people use Infusionsoft, whatever. That's a huge system that a lot of people use. Even down to email management, there are little systems in there. So I use Gmail, a lot of people do. And for Gmail, I have things like Boomerang for Gmail. I don't know if you know what that is, Laura. I've heard of it, but I'm not sure exactly. It's amazing. And it helps so much with follow-up and um, not having to remember to email somebody back after a certain number of days. So it essentially allows you to schedule emails right from Gmail. And then it allows you to have them boomerang back into your inbox if the person doesn't respond. Um, so you're not having to constantly keep up with follow-up emails, for instance. So in my sales process, I've got this system. I send out an email. So nice to talk to you. Um, let me know if you have any questions. If they don't respond, Boomerang brings it back into my inbox in three days so I can reach out to them again. Yeah. I don't have you know, to physically remember that. So that's a system that helps me kind of keep on top of things. So there are thousands of different systems that you can figure out and use and utilize. Some are free, some are paid, but first you have to figure out what you need. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So there are, I mean, I could probably talk about different systems for days, <laughs> but I'll spare you. <laughs> but that was great because I definitely think that I've been using the word systems really where you're talking about process. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing to figure out is the process and then, okay, so what makes that process work? How, how can we automate it? How can we make it simpler? How can we make it work for us? And those are your systems. There are, and there are so many options, but, and you've brought it up a couple of times and it's one of the things that I'm constantly talking about with all my clients too. What are you trying to achieve? So I work in, you know, digital marketing a lot. Most people are online um, without knowing what they're really trying to do. And it's the same with your business. If you don't have set goals, how are you going to know if you achieve them? Exactly. Yeah. And then you're just chasing your tail all day, which is why you're so exhausted at the end of the day saying, what did I actually get done? I don't know. I know. <laughs> I had I, no idea. I watched cat videos on YouTube, but other than that, I'm not really sure what I did for the last eight hours. 
oh, and I, I definitely, I still have days like that for sure. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So really good processes. What else, you know, if you just had to give entrepreneurs a couple more tips, what do you, where would you start? I really like to hit this one. I like to hammer this one into people's brains <laughs> and it's not to be mean. Um, I think once you do figure out some of your processes and some different systems and you don't have to, you know, know everything right away. Most people don't. Most people start with what works, which is awesome because you should always, you know, start before you're ready as the experts say. But once you can get to a place where you can create an operations manual, especially if you can do it before you hire, I think that makes your life so much easier. So what is an operations manual? Well, in corporate, it's this huge clunky book or this enormous online resource, excuse me, that tells everybody, you know, how to do their job step by step or what to do, you know, to acquire a customer or anything like that. So what I'm talking about in smaller business is once you figure out your day-to-day stuff, like you've tracked your time for, let's say, five days. Okay, so... Number one thing I did this week, I wrote a blog post. All right, how do you write a blog post? Step by step, what font do you use? Do you have specific um, spacing in your blog? Do you use certain photos? Where do you get those photos from? How do you decide your topics? Where do you keep those topics? You know, is it scheduled? Does it publish immediately? Is there a certain day that it goes out to your list? So all of these little details that you keep in your head about how you do your day-to-day stuff in your business, document those suckers, you know? (laughs) And you don't have to spend any more time doing it. As you're doing your day-to-day stuff, you can use a tool like Jing or Camtasia to record yourself as you're doing these things. And then just pop it into a Dropbox or a Google Drive folder, something that's shareable. That way, when you're ready to delegate this stuff, you've already got a resource for your people. So operations manuals, I know it sounds clunky. I know it sounds corporate and frankly, not sexy at all, but I promise you it will make your life so much easier because number one, it's going to make you think through how you do stuff. And if you're consistent and number two, it's going to help you tremendously when you decide to delegate because you don't have to worry about training someone, you know, step by step by step by step. It's all going to be out there. Right. The little videos are a great tip, right? Jing, you can do that for free for short yeah. videos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, and, and I've done it, you know, I've, what, you know, you, granted you have to pretend you're a little crazy and talk to yourself as you're doing <laughs> stuff, um, which can also be kind of fun, but I mean, you might even find some holes in your processes there where you're like, Oh, well, this doesn't really make sense. Why do I do this? You know? So if you can schedule two hours a week to just, record yourself or document your processes, pretty soon you're going to have a pretty kick-ass operations manual so that you can hand it over, you can keep it in that public place and just share with whoever comes into your business. And I think that that is so helpful for so many people. Awesome. And I think you have something on your website that helps people with operations manuals. I do. One of my freebies on my homepage is create your business operations manual, the workshop that I did. Um, and it comes also with the little workbook. So you can kind of ask yourself some probing questions about things like your blog post or how you handle customers or how you handle email. So a bunch of different probing questions, and you'll likely come up with a lot of stuff of your own. 
Um, none of this is industry specific. So if it doesn't apply to you, just skip over it um, and add stuff, you know, that you think is helpful for people to know about your business. But that's free. It's on my website. And I think it's going to help you so much. Awesome. I will link to that in the show notes. And I think you even have a couple other freebies that might help some people too. I do. And they're all on the same page. So feel free to grab all of them. I've got hiring people who don't suck, which was my, um, one of my classes on step-by-step of how to hire a VA, especially if you're a newbie, because it can be kind of a daunting process. And then I've got um, Epic Fail to Awesome Success, which was where I grabbed some of my favorite biz lady friends. And we talked about some of the things that we sucked at. (laughs) Some of the, you know, we're always hearing, oh, I made six figures in this launch, but you don't hear the shit. You don't hear the I almost crashed my website or (laughs) or I did crash my website or I almost went bankrupt or you know, all of those yucky things that we don't want to know, <laughs> we don't, we don't like to experience. But if you hear other people going through it, it can really help you kind of prevent it in your own business. So there's that fun thing out there too. That's awesome. It helps uh, people feel less alone when they know other people aren't all just, you know, yeah. rainbows and unicorns. Yeah, we're not Facebook perfect as we say we are, you know, so, so we really dug in and got to the to some of their not so glorious moments in an effort to help everybody else who, you know, may feel like crap about some of their fails or may just want to know some things that they can do to prevent stuff like that in their business. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Amy. I think you shared some really great great tips and people will get a lot of value out of those freebies. So we'll definitely send them to them in the show notes. And yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Creating processes, picking your systems, making sure that you understand what you're doing and have a plan for your day so you don't waste your time. There are all so many great tips that we got from Amy today. I highly recommend that you go and check out the freebies that she has on her site, which I'm going to link to in the show notes at larawellman.com slash podcast slash 26. Thank you for joining me today. As always, I appreciate your comments, your feedback, your ideas for new episodes, and anything else you might want to share with me by leaving me a comment on the show notes at larawellman.com slash podcast slash 26. And until next week, I'll see you online.